Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Tech stocks powered ahead in U.S. trade overnight. The Nasdaq jumped 2.5% to finish at an all-time high. The S&P 500 finished 0.8% higher, which puts it into positive territory for the year. The Dow, though, was flat. Here in Asia, Tokyo, Seoul and Sydney are all in the green. Joining me now to break down all the market action is Pan Jing Yi. She's a market strategist with IG and she's filling in for Ryan Huang while he's away. Good morning, Jing Yi. How are you? Good morning, Michelle. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Now, big U.S. tech companies have gained nearly $300 billion U.S. dollars in market cap overnight. $291 billion to be exact. Really happy Tuesday for them. Uh, Jingyi, it's an amazing, eye-popping sum. If we look at specific stocks, Tesla jumped nearly 10%. Amazon rose 8%. Again, these are pretty big one-day gains. What, in your view, Jingyi, drove this rally? Yeah, well, so Michelle, I think it's quite an assortment of factors. Perhaps I think first and foremost, I think uh, what we have seen a little bit in terms of the vaccine hopes, I think there's some news, of course, we've seen the pause, the headlines, um, some of the progress of some of these vaccine candidates, I think certainly powered a bit of this optimism in the market. But over and above that, I think going to this new week, two other things as well. So last week, there was a bit of this, uh, I think, a fear, uh, rather I should say, just really washing some of this rotation out of the tech stocks that had been in the case for the market. But I think what we're seeing now, perhaps for markets, that they're really buying back this a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's really helped to see tech stocks really clinching a lot of these leading positions on Monday. And over and above that, I think, you know, this, this anticipation, of course, I think we talked a little bit about yesterday. There's this uh, really, I think, ex- expectation that the next fiscal stimulus from the U.S. administration could come by. And for tech stocks, it's certainly a good thing, you know, right? so on that end itself, I think we're seeing that reaction towards all of which really helping to propel prices really higher at this point. All right. Speaking of prices and how high they can go, Goldman Sachs thinks there is still plenty of upside for Amazon. Shares of the tech conglomerate closed overnight just shy of 3200 US dollars a share. Goldman Sachs has set its target price for the company at 3800 That's nearly 20% higher from where it is today. Do you agree with that assessment? Well, so Michelle, I have to say that I personally do not um, actually dig into this per se, but I know I think that the interesting insight I can perhaps offer at this point is really about a month ago in June when I was writing about uh, Amazon itself, I think, you know, what I have seen prices was below 2700 ish and I think that point, the market consensus for Amazon was already 2750 So it's really a bit of a moving target. Mm. I think over the past month itself, we've certainly seen a lot more of this target price coming above the 3000 level. Goldman's $3,800 is actually a little bit on the high side, but I would say that given the current theme that we have been seeing, particularly on how COVID-19 resurgence had been seen situation, uh, that could really you know continue to see uh, Amazon's key revenue um, aspects, whether this is online stores and particularly around North America benefiting. Some of the international margins, I think, certainly isn't that good. But I think, you know, that could really all change if we keep seeing this kind of resurgence. And now, well, vaccine itself, that is still seemingly, uh, well, revolt in terms of reaching the market yet. So I think, you know, the confluence of it's really uh, changing the people's behavior and that 
behavior, if it sticks, it's going to perhaps, you know, really be able to push the likes of Amazon towards that kind of targets that we are expecting or seeing, seeing so far. Michelle. Yeah, really great to hear about that target just a month ago, 2700. Let's turn now to the race for the COVID-19 vaccine, Jingyi. We just learned from a British medical journal called The Lancet about new progress. A Chinese company called CanSino and Oxford University have both developed trial vaccines that trigger immune responses in humans without causing dangerous effects. Oxford is working with a pharmaceutical company, AstraZeneca. Uh, you would think this would be good news for AstraZeneca, except it wasn't. The company's shares fell several percent on a day when the market was up. So what do we make of this, Jingyi? So, Michelle, I think, you know, this is something, of course, I have also seen on the Business Times. So I think it's really at this point of time that, you know, there is like a raise itself for the COVID-19 vaccine itself. Um, I think that the pretty much this itself is being judged on two key factors. One is the efficacy as to how, you know, it's actually efficient in that sense. And the other is uh, effective in that sense. And the other is in terms of whether it's really perhaps, you know, safe for everyone to use. So, so far, we have seen some good news across the board for many of of, uh, these front runners itself, but I think you know, with due respect to this, it's really about who's one perhaps getting ahead. It's a bit of a substitution effect when we see some of those who are perhaps faring a little bit better um, as compared to the rest. So in this case, I think we've certainly seen the likes of Pfizer, for example, over last week itself, uh, really taking a bit of this uh, cake in this sense. So it's it's a bit of a situation I think you know for markets really trading a little bit on t- in terms of some of the headlines. Mm. But ultimately, I think it's likely to potentially boil down to one or maybe, you know, just two winners in this sense. So there's going to be some of which that's really going to be affected as well as what we are passing. All right. Let's move to a couple of corporate stories that really caught my eye this morning, Jingyi. I'm going to run through them quickly with you, but one by one, Pan Jingyi is uh, with me this morning. She's a market strategist with IG. All right. So let's start with Top Glove. Shares of the Malaysian glove maker have been on a tear lately, up nearly 60% in the past month alone. So they've risen fivefold since the start of the year, and the company is now taking advantage of this rise to raise more money with a two-for-one bonus issue. So if you were a top glove shareholder, would you continue to buy in? Well, so Michelle, I would say that with Top Glove, as you know, not uh, pun intended here, they're really the top glove uh, <laughs> maker in the world. Um, I think on this end itself, I think the, the fact is, I think, you know, over the last couple of, uh, well, months itself, we have certainly seen quite a bit of demand coming through uh, with respect to, to uh, well, Top Gloves and their products in terms of gloves. And that itself has certainly seen share prices itself being propelled uh, quite rather significantly a few thousand percent, perhaps, you know, uh, really, you know, outshining the likes of Tesla. Uh, my mm. take on this on the matter is that I think perhaps we are at a point where we have seen the first wave of COVID-19 really hitting. Um, that itself has well, ignited quite a bit of demand over there, particularly, I would say, probably across the healthcare industry um, towards the masses as well. There's also seen a bit of this uh, panic buying perhaps been the case. So we've certainly seen that helping to lead prices higher. There is potential, I think, you know, over here that importantly is whether we're going to see maybe a second wave and really help igniting a bit more of this cautiousness amongst people. And of course, I don't think on the medical side of things, it's going to be the demand that really sustains. So I think on this end itself, uh, with respect to top love, I think, you know, whether they can continue to produce at what I think the, uh, well, the, the, uh, the, the, well, the management themselves had provided over 100% uh, demand in that sense. Uh, but, you know, certainly I think, you know, that, that, uh, 
change in behaviour once again coming back, I think that's going to help to support prices. So I would say that they are still rather optimistic in terms of the outlook. All right. Top Glove last trade at $8.09, down 0.73% this morning. Next on my corporate checklist, and you mentioned this, it's Tesla, but I want to look at it from the standpoint of the competition. So a Chinese electric vehicle maker backed by Alibaba called Xpeng Motors just raised half a billion US dollars. Another Chinese company, Li Auto, has filed for an IPO in the US. And yet, as we mentioned earlier, Tesla shares enjoyed almost a double-digit gain overnight. So in your view, could Tesla be overtaken by one of these other companies? Well, so Michelle, I think that kind of probability perhaps is still a bit remote at this point of time. Um, that really uh, coming back to the fact that our market's familiarity, a bit of our biases that we really know Tesla as that, a bit of a household name in terms of electric car at this point of time, as compared to some of the Chinese names that you have just mentioned. I think certainly there will be some of this support in terms of how the price point is going to be between about two of which uh, the Chinese Chinese competitors and Tesla is going to well perhaps be the one to look at and of course I think you know particularly in terms of how um, the car itself I think it is we know it's a bit of a luxury good so um, how the branding itself is going to be associated as far as I would think and see at this point of time Tesla perhaps really is still seen as the well premium good in this case so I think in that sense itself likely we'll not be seeing so much of a head-to-head competition but definitely that's something to well continue watching from that group. Indeed, Tesla share price it closed at 1,643 US dollars, a gain of 9.47%. All right, let's check in with local stocks. The Straits Times Index finished flat yesterday at 2616. How is it doing today? Yes, yeah, so Michelle, I think definitely we are seeing the local Straits Times Index joining in that kind of cheer in the market, uh, vaccine and whatnot. So um, Straits Times Index up about 0.68% at this point of time, so 2634. Um, really, I think, you know, this is the question has been posed as to where exactly is the SDI going, but the price, a bit of the sideways action, I think certainly we have seen that and still likely to continue. So kicking off a bit uh, of the risk on earlier yesterday, about 2,600, I think that 2,600 to 2,700 uh, range still holding very much for the local street times index. Um, just a little bit of more insight as well. I think as much as the market is concerned, I think we're certainly seeing everyone still trading a little bit more cautiously uh, last month and of course over the of a year to date, the winners across the local street times index, but ultimately still lies with the likes of RITs and, well, to some extent, venture covers not as a tech uh, beneficiary of the COVID-19 team. But otherwise, I think we're seeing most of the other stocks still very uh, well, much in red and taking a cautious view, really fighting it out perhaps between where the direction is going to go between the COVID-19 implications and hopes, you know, especially seeing some signs of recovery. So that well, pretty much the case still this Tuesday. All right, we'll keep an eye out for that then. Thanks so much for joining us with the insights. Pan Jing Yi, she's a market strategist with IG. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.